Section twenty one of the Phenomenology of Mind, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Phenomenology of Mind, Volume One by George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. Translated by James Black Bailey. Chapter Five B, Subsection B The Law of the Heart and the Frenzy of Self Conceit. Translator's Note the following section is an analysis of the mood of moral sentimentalism it is a mood of old times and appears in many forms but about hegel's times it became prominent in the romantic school and was frankly adopted as a practical attitude by certain of its representatives perhaps one of the most remarkable historic examples of sentimentalism was rousseau to whom so much in the romantic movement may be traced in the literature of hegel's time and indeed in all literature no more perfect type of sentimentalism can be found than Goethe's Werther. With such instances as these in our minds, the succeeding analysis requires neither explanation nor comment. End of translator's note. The Law of the Heart and the Frenzy of Self-Conceit Necessity is for this new mode of consciousness what in truth self-consciousness finds necessity in its own case to be. In its new attitude, self-consciousness regards itself as the necessary element it knows that it has the universal the law immediately within itself a law which because of this characteristic of being immediately within consciousness as it is for itself is called the law of the heart this mode or attitude of consciousness is for itself qua individual essential reality as the former mode similarly was but in the present case it is richer by the characteristic that the self-existence is taken as necessary or universal the law therefore which is primarily the law proper of self-consciousness or a heart which however has in it a law is the purpose which the self proceeds to realize it remains to be seen whether its realization corresponds to its notion and whether it will therein come to find this its law to be the essential ultimate fact opposed to this heart stands a reality for in the heart the law is in the first place merely for itself it is not yet actualized and thus too is something other than what the notion is this other is thereby characterized as a reality which is the antithesis of what is to be realized and consequently is the contradiction of the law and the individual this reality is thus on the one hand a law by which the particular individuality is crushed and oppressed a violent ordinance of the world which contradicts the law of the heart and on the other hand a humanity suffering under that ordinance a humanity which does not follow the law of the heart but is subjected to an alien necessity this reality appearing in opposition to the present mode of consciousness is as is evident nothing but the foregoing direction of individuality and its truth a relation of gruesome necessity under which the former is crushed we who trace the process see the preceding movement therefore as in opposition to the new form because the latter has essentially arisen from it and the moment whence the new form comes to the present stage is necessary for it the new mode however looks on that moment as something lying at hand something simply met with since it has no consciousness of its origin and takes its real essence to consist rather in being independent in being for itself or negatively disposed towards this positive implicit imminent content the aim and object of this individuality is thus to cancel and transcend this necessity which contradicts the law of the heart as also to do away with the suffering thereby arising 
there is in consequence no longer here the frivolity of the former mode which merely wanted some particular pleasure it is the earnestness of a high purpose which seeks its pleasure in displaying the excellence of its own true nature and in bringing about the welfare of mankind what it realizes is itself the law and its pleasure is at the same time universal a pleasure which all hearts feel to it both are inseparable its pleasure is what conforms to the law and the realization of the law of all mankind prepares the way for its particular pleasure for within its own self individuality and necessity are immediately and directly one the law is a law of the heart individuality is not yet removed from its place and the unity of both has not been brought about by the process mediating that unity has not yet been established by discipline the realization of the immediate undisciplined nature passes for a display of excellence and for bringing about the well-being of mankind the law again which is opposed to the law of the heart is divided from the heart and exists on its own account mankind which is bound to it does not live in the blissful unity of the law with the heart but either lives in dismal separation and suffering or at least in deprivation of the enjoyment of itself in obeying the law and without the consciousness of its own excellence in overstepping it because that all-dominating divine and human ordinance is divided from the heart it is regarded by the latter as a delusion which ought to lose what it still possesses namely power and objectivity it may indeed in its content agree by chance with the law of the heart and then the latter can acquiesce in it but for the heart it is not the bare conformity to law as such which constitutes the essential fact wesen, but the consciousness of itself which the heart thereby obtains the fact that it has therein found satisfaction where the content of universal necessity however does not agree with the heart necessity is also as regards its content nothing in itself and must give way before the law of the heart the individual then fulfils carries out the law of his heart this law becomes a universal ordinance and pleasure becomes a reality which as it stands conforms to law but in this realization the law has in point of fact escaped the individual and thus there arises immediately only that relation which ought to be cancelled the law of the heart ceases through its very realization to be a law of the heart for it thereby takes on the form of actually being and is now universal power which holds this particular heart to be a matter of indifference so that the individual in establishing his own ordinance no longer finds it to be his own by realizing his law he consequently brings about not his law but since the realization is inherently and implicitly his own but explicitly alien and external merely this he gets involved and entangled in the actual ordinance and indeed entangled in it not merely as something alien to himself but as a hostile overpowering dominion by this act he takes his place in or rather as the general element of existent actuality and his act is in his own regard intended to have the value of a universal ordinance but thereby he has let himself get detached from his own self qua universality he lives grows on his own account and gets rid of individuality the individual who recognizes universality merely in the form of his own immediate self-subsistence does not therefore find himself in this liberated and independent universality while all the same he belongs to it because the latter is his doing this doing thus has the reverse significance it contradicts the universal ordinance 
for the individual's act is intended to be that of his individual heart and not independent universal reality and at the same time he has in fact recognized and acknowledged this latter for the act has the import of setting up his essential nature as free and independent reality that is to say of recognizing reality to be his own essential being the individual has by the very principle of his action determined the more special manner in which actual universality to which he has leagued himself gets turned against him his act qua actuality belongs to the universal its content however is his own individuality which being this particular individuality wants to preserve itself in opposition to universality it is not any specific law whose establishment was in question on the contrary this immediate unity of the individual heart with universality is the idea raised to the dignity of a law and claiming to be valid that every heart must know its own self in what is universal law but only the heart of this individual has established its reality in his act which in his view expresses his self-existence fur sich sein or his pleasure the act is intended to stand immediately for what is universal that is to say it is in truth something particular and has merely the form of universality its particular content is as such to pass for universal hence others find in this content not the law of their heart fulfilled but rather that of someone else and even a view of the universal law that each is to find his own heart in what is law they turn against that reality which he set up just as he on his side turned against theirs the individual therefore finds as at first merely the rigid law so now the hearts of men themselves opposed to his excellent intentions and detesting them because this type of consciousness finds universality in the first place merely as immediate and knows necessity as necessity of the heart the nature of actualization and effective activity is to it unknown this consciousness is unaware that effective realization involves objective existence and is in truth the inherently universal in which the particular life of consciousness which commits itself to it in order to have a being in the sense of an immediate individual life is really submerged instead of obtaining this particular life of its own in that objective existence it thus becomes estranged from itself but that in which it does not know itself is no longer dead necessity but necessity animated by universal individuality it took this divine and human ordinance which it discovered in operation to be a dead reality wherein not only its own self which claims the position of a particular individual insists on being a particular heart with a life of its own and opposed to the universal but those as well who fall within this reality had no consciousness of themselves now however it finds that reality animated by the consciousness of all and a law for all hearts it learns through experience that the reality in question is an ordinance infused and endowed with life and learns this indeed just by the fact that it actualizes the law of its own heart for this means nothing else than that individuality becomes its own object in the form of universality without however knowing itself therein thus then what the experience of this mode of self-consciousness reveals as the truth contradicts what this mode takes itself to be what however it takes itself to be has for it the form of absolute universality and what is immediately one with consciousness of self is the law of the heart at the same time the stable living ordinance is likewise its own true nature and work it produces nothing else but that the latter is in direct immediate union with self-consciousness
in this way self-consciousness here has the characteristic of belonging to a twofold antithetic essence it is inherently contradictory and torn to distraction in its inmost being the law of this individual heart is only that wherein self-consciousness knows itself but the universal and accepted ordinance has by actualizing that law become likewise its own essential nature and its own reality what thus contradicts itself within its consciousness has for it in both cases the character of essence and of being its own reality when it gives expression to this moment of conscious destruction and thereby expresses the result of its experience it shows itself to be this inner perversion of itself to be consciousness gone crazy its own essence being at once not essence its reality directly unreality the madness here cannot be taken to mean that in general something unessential is regarded as essential something unreal as real so that what for one is essential or actual might not be so for another and thus the consciousness of real and of unreal or of essential and unessential would fall apart if something in point of fact is real and essential for consciousness in general but for me is not so then in being conscious of its nothingness i have since i am consciousness in general at the same time the consciousness of its reality and since they both are fixed and rooted within me this is a union which is madness in general in this state however there is only one object deranged for consciousness not consciousness as such within itself and for itself but in the result of the process of experience which has here come about consciousness is in its law aware of itself as this individual reality and at the same time since precisely the same essential fact the same reality is estranged from it it is qua self-consciousness qua absolute reality aware of its unreality in other words both aspects are held in their contradiction to be directly its essence which is thus in its inmost being distracted the heart throb for the welfare of mankind passes therefore into the rage of frantic self-conceit into the fury of consciousness to preserve itself from destruction and to do so by casting out of its life the perversion which it really is and by straining to regard and to express that perversion as something else the universal ordinance and law it therefore now speaks of as an utter distortion of the law of its heart and of its happiness a perversion invented by fanatical priests by riotous revelling despots and their minions who seek to indemnify themselves for their own degradation by degrading an oppression in their turn a distortion practised to the nameless misery of deluded mankind consciousness in this its frenzy proclaims individuality to be deranging mad and perverted but this is an alien and accidental individuality it is the heart however or the particular consciousness immediately seeking to be universal that is thus raving and perverted and the outcome of its action is merely that this contradiction comes to its consciousness for the truth in its view is the law of its heart something merely intended which has not outlasted as the permanent ordinance has done but rather collapses when it comes face to face with this latter this its law ought to have reality herein the law has for it the sense of reality is a valid ordinance purpose and essential nature but that reality that very law as valid ordinance is at once and at the same time for it nothingness and void similarly its own reality proper itself as particular consciousness is in its view the essential truth its purpose however is to establish that particularity as existent it does prima facie and in the first instance takes itself qua not individual 
to be the truly real or purpose in the sense of law and hence precisely a universality which it is to be objectively as a conscious fact this its notion comes by its own act to be its object its individual self is thus discovered to be unreal and unreality it finds out to be its reality it is thus not an accidental and alien individuality but just this particular heart in every respect inherently perverted and perverting since however the directly universal individuality is that condition of perversion this universal ordinance being the law of all hearts and so of the perverted consciousness is no less itself in its very nature the perverted element as indeed raging frenzy declared on the one hand this ordinance proves itself to be a law for all hearts by the resistance which the law of one heart meets with from other individuals the accepted and established laws are defended against the law of a single individual because they are not empty necessity unconscious and dead but have spiritual substance and universality in which those in whom the spiritual substance is realized live as individuals and are conscious of their own selves hence even when they complain of this ordinance as if it went contrary to their own inmost law and maintain in opposition to it the claims of the heart in point of fact they inwardly cling to it as being their essential nature and if they are deprived of this ordinance or put themselves outside the range of its influence they lose everything since then it is precisely in this that the reality and power of public ordinance consists the latter appears as the essence self-identical and everywhere alive and individuality appears as its form on the other hand however this ordinance is the sphere of perversion for in that this ordinance is the law of all hearts in that all individuals are immediately this universal it is a reality which is only that of self-existing individuality that is of the heart when consciousness therefore sets up the law of its heart it finds itself resisted by others and the latter in opposing it are doing nothing else but setting up in their turn and making valid their own law the universal which comes out therefore is only a universal resistance and struggle of all against one another in which each makes good his own individuality but at the same time does not come off successfully because each individuality meets with the same opposition and each is reciprocally dissipated by the others what appears as public ordinance is thus the state of war of each against all in which every one for himself rests what he can executes even-handed justice upon the individual lives of others and establishes his own individual existence which in its turn vanishes at the hands of others we have here the course of the world the mere semblance of a constant regular trend which is only a pretense of universality and whose content is rather the meaningless insubstantial sport of setting up individual beings as fixed and stable and then dissipating them if we put both sides of the universal ordinance over against one another and consider them we see that this later universality has for its content restless individuality which regards opinion or the merely particular as law the real as unreal and the unreal as real that universality is however at the same time the side of realization of the ordinance for to it belongs the independent self-existence of individuality the other side is the universal in the sense of stable passive essence but for that very reason the universal is only something inner which is not indeed absolutely non-existent but still not an actual reality and can itself only become actual by cancelling the individuality that has presumed to claim actuality 
this type of consciousness which becomes aware of itself in the law in what is inherently true and good not as particular or individual but only as essentially real yet knows individuality to be what is perverted and perverting and hence feels bound to surrender and sacrifice particularity of consciousness this type of consciousness is virtue end of section twenty one